1934, Indiana Farm Bureau established a company to provide Hoosier farmers with better insurance options. And your local agent, Travis Brett, well, he gives you those options now. Home, auto, life, farm and crop, business and renter's insurance, as well as other financial products to assist you and all Hoosiers. And Travis and his team are true partners in this community. They have great relationships with many local charitable organizations by supporting these partnerships through donations, contributions, and employee volunteerism. They serve their own clients, neighbors, and friends. See them at their 304 JFK Avenue location in Lagodi or give them a call, 295-3129, or of course, visit them on their Facebook page. Home, auto, life, farm and crop, business, and renter's insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs. Travis Brett in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. From Redbones Bar and Grill in Montgomery, you have tuned in to another episode of the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast, and we've got a good one tonight. Got the usual cast of characters to my right, Mr. Todd Lancaster. The Todd. We, we can't see you wave, Todd. I know that. Did you know that? This is not I that. was being ironic. <laughs> being an idiot. <clears throat> we want you iconic, like, like normal. And the voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. Hey, hey, hey. We've just finished the coach's show. Now we're... On to round two, and I got two of my closest friends to my left. I'll let you introduce them. Well, to my left left, I've got uh, the guy in the uh, in the orange and black sweatshirt, our good friend, John Patrick Mullen. And then just to his left, my uh, my, my good friend for you know, – Wag doesn't remember this. The first okay. time I ever met Wag, okay. I played golf with him the day that Bob Knight got fired. Oh, wow. And that was the first time that I met – and that was September 11th. Of 2000, oh and I played goodness. golf with you and Brandon Chanley right. at uh, at at the old Crane Golf Course, right. yep. and, that, and that was the day. So we're we're at 22 years now. Oh, Wag. Wow, whose yeah. day was worse, Bob Knight's or or Wag? Well, Bob Wag may not remember, <laughs> but it was pouring that day, yep. and we and we and we powered through and ended up playing 18 holes. And I can't remember if that was uh, it was it was a Lagodi scramble I of some sort, but I can't remember what. If it was basketball, I think, or it, I think it was our scramble, the yeah. team scramble, not the butcher G. Okay, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Well, as we look forward to the weekend, there's one thing we need to talk about, and that is Ozark coming back. I, I know you're excited, Deco. I don't know if anybody else is. Well, we're getting into some great killing on Ozark, and uh, and I you're rewatching it right re-watching now, rewatching right? it. <laughs> and I have I've I've told my wife, you know, hey, uh, hey, the woman that you see here, well, that's Beth Dutton. <laughs> and, the, and the drugs here, you know, that's and, and and she's she's now she's caught on, she's caught up, and and uh, you know, excited about about Ozark. Is this on Paramount? Ozark is on Netflix. 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 Okay. And it is a if you if you don't watch it, it is a ride. I've never seen it. Let me it. tell you. It, and and I think a lot of these shows. Uh, Wag, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yes. Okay, so. I, I always thought the beauty of Breaking Bad was you went through five seasons and you know, drugs were happy, drugs were fun, drugs <laughs> yeah, were right, cool, right. and then like the final season, it's like no, this yeah. drug trafficking <laughs> is the worst thing in the world of all time. I could do that. Yeah, and and and, and I think you know Ozark's got a similar 
feel. It's like, oh, if I do this, I'm going to get executed. Yeah. <laughs> where's Where's the set at? Where's the in Missouri? In, Missouri, in the okay. you know at the, at the Lake oh, of the Ozarks. There you, go, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. And and you you need to watch Succession. Do you watch Ozark, Todd? I know, but I did. I did. Okay, because I had a great F Mary kill between all the Beth. Beth, Shiv, and uh, and the the chick. What's her name from Ozark? The bird lady. I don't forget what her name is. But. I am I am strangely attracted to Shiv. I'm strangely attracted to Jerry, and then ooh, and then ooh, Roman Roman think. got off on that. Do you watch Succession, John? I have not. He watches Grey's watches Grey's Anatomy with his I wife. I have not had any time for that. I'm too busy scouting junior high boys <laughs> basketball. <laughs> what did we do? We I had an we F Mary kill one time and it was the housekeeper edition. It was Alice from the Brady Bunch, Hazel, and I forget who the third one was. <laughs> who would it have been? Who would Could it Oh have no, been it was Mr. Aunt B. It was Aunt B. Okay, well, because it wasn't Mr. French. No, it wasn't. All right. Sebastian Cabot. Anyway, ba- okay, we're way already off <laughs> off topic. Um, we had a hell of a game this past weekend, Wags. Talk yep. about it. Uh, you know, it was a typical Lagodi Bar Eve game, and, uh, except this, this time around we're going to play three times instead of just two. So uh, I think it's uh, on par for the script where – We've won one, they won one, and then hopefully somewhere in the sectional you're going to have a rubber match. Yeah, and, and that was almost – I talked to Deco about this the other night. It was almost a flip-flop oh, of yeah. game one. You know, yeah. the first time Barreve had the lead, yeah. and then here comes the Lions, and then kind of reverse the it was ex- reverse it, the trend. It, it was exactly that way. You know, at, at North Davis they're up 13, we come back, and at Ligodia we're up 10 with a chance to go up 13, and they come back, and uh, it's just one of those – Typical Lagodi Bar Eve games. It comes down to you know the last two or three possessions, and uh, whoever keeps their composure is uh, the team that pulls it out. Ultimately, we are no better off than we were. Absolutely, right back. Now, to like I said, the one thing I did notice, and I've said this before, I think I even said to John on the phone, Luke Nante scares me if yeah. I'm everybody else in that section. Yeah. He's he's really opened his game up a lot yeah. since we put in uh, Leighton Jeffers at point guard, it gets him away from doing all the ball handling duties, and and he you know he's got free reign to create, and he's doing a really good job of that. Deco, well, anybody can answer this. Y'all watch the game. Um, I, I felt when the tide started turning is when Lagodi quit going inside. Yeah. Was that due more to Lagodi, or was that due more to a change in personnel and better defense by Barry? Both. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Arvin from Lagodi, he, he did get that second, second foul. foul yeah. and, and, but I also think, you know, uh, talking to Josh about that on the coaches' show tonight, I also think, you know, Cameron Madison, who's always been a guard, and, he, you know, like I said, he hasn't played basketball since his – Sophomore year of high school, he, yeah. you know, he figured out you're not going to foul Parker Arvin, but you know what? You can use your chest, use your legs, right. use your use your uh, your core strength to kind of push him out a little bit farther than it, than, than he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep him off the, balance. Keep him off balance. Right. But I, but I think the great thing about about the rivalry, the Barry Lagodi rivalry, is is you always see people step up and you see the extraordinary, not oh. the ordinary. <laughs> and I think after the first game, Barry said, ah. Well, they'll never go seven for seven and five for five from the free throw line again in a, in a quarter. That's never going to happen. Right. And if you're in Lagodi today, they're going to say, Braden Nepp is never <laughs> going to go seven for seven. Well, that's never going to happen again. That, but I think that's that's what makes the rivalry so absolutely. great is, is uncommon things happen right. commonly. We, we talked about that before the game, Shady and I and Greg, and, and we were analyzing the game and all that and after the first match, and I said, it's going to come down to who comes off the bench and really shines for whose team. And I'll be darned if Brady didn't come in there and just light it up. Yeah. I mean, you knew it was coming. It was right there, and he he really stepped up. Yeah, that was that was quite a performance that that he put on. John, did you did you watch the game? Have you seen? I, I was able to watch it um, yesterday evening, and um, you know, 
there's not much that separates Lagodi and Bar-Eve yeah. any year in any sport. Um, it's a tremendous rivalry, and of course I've been um, you know privy to it and a part of it. But uh, two great basketball teams, and honestly, the three programs, if you include North Davis, make each other better every day. Yeah. yeah. And I'm talking about Josh Thompson and his son in the second grade right now, all the way up through the grade school and middle schools. There's talent at both. Bar even Lagodi mm-hmm. every year. North Davis uh, certainly has some really good feeder program uh, grades right now as well. So I just think everybody makes each other better, yeah. and no one wants to lose. So these these one possession games are just pretty typical whenever these schools get together. It, it you know listen if a, if a local podcast can get you know thousands of downloads talking about primarily these three teams, right. it's it's it it kind of says something, but. That atmosphere, I, well, I streamed it. I didn't make it over there. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, that, that's probably better than a lot of tournaments in a lot of states. Yeah. You know, state yeah. final games, possibly. That What an atmosphere. Well, and you're going to see that again Saturday night when uh, Bar even North Davis go at it. It's going to be the same atmosphere. Uh, you, you can throw all three of these teams in in a, in a three-man, three-team tournament, and they're all going to come down to one possession. If the game Saturday night doesn't come down to the last possession, I'll be shocked. Yeah. I'll be very shocked. Yeah, I would too. I can't imagine that there's many practices where of any of those three teams where the other two aren't mentioned in some right. form, whether whether it be and, – and you and Greg did a fantastic job. I, was, I, I, I listened to you and then went back and listened later uh, to Deco on, <laughs> on the replay when they put it up because you were on that M- what right. is it, NFHS yeah. feed and uh, – um, my buddy Chip Jamerson said, "My God, this Wagner's good." <laughs> he yeah, sent right. me a text. <laughs> was he listening to the wrong one? I think so. I think it was Doyle. He's, yeah, I, it, it, it was probably it was Mike DeCourcy, not <laughs> <Mike> Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, just wanted to mention though this uh, this show and every show brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Go see them. One agent for all your insurance needs. Todd, from a from a reporter's uh, vantage point, what do you think about the Lagodi Barreve game? Um, I thought it was a Bar-Eve-Lagoda game. And just like you said, I mean, there's nothing surprised me. The outcome didn't surprise me the same way the first game's outcome didn't surprise me. I think um, the only thing I worry about is, and, you know, North, North Davies can include themselves in this as well. Do they spend so much time focused on each other that you sometimes miss the big picture? Yeah my question it's like the you know I mean is it is getting through that sectional enough you know well there it is or is getting getting through that sectional all well there's there's only one state championship coach sitting at this table (laughs) but I but I would guess you know what what coach Wagner would say and what a lot of people would say is I think once you get through the sectional there is a Side There's a relief. breath. Side yeah, relief. like okay, now now we can go play. Now we can focus because on, because yeah. nobody knows you like your neighbors do. Right. Am I right, yeah, coach? Absolutely, yeah. And I don't know, yeah. and you know, I don't know about this year versus last year, but we said it, and it turned out to be true. That was the state championship sure. game. That sectional fine. Right, right. And it wasn't yeah. Tinley. No. no, no. I mean, no. you know, if you're North Davis last year. You know, you're 19 and four. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but you don't beat any of those three sectional teams because you lose by two, and by one, mm-hmm. and by two. In overtime, yeah. And by one. So a total of four losses by a total of six points 
but it gets <laughs> four leans, Bar-Eve twice, and Legoti, three sectional 63 opponents. So yeah. get out of sectional th- 63, and let's make a run. Exactly. Are we better, I say we, collectively, those three teams, Adam, are we better this year than we were last year? Um, no. I don't think you can say we're better, you're better no. than Bar-Eve, what they had last year, no. Collectively, but co- that's what yeah. I mean. Collectively, because no. Barreve may yeah. not be. I mean, they lost you know two huge pieces. No, I I, but, I I don't even think collectively. Okay, I, I I think North Davies can certainly make the argument that mm-hmm. they are. Well, we lost a lot of scoring. But yeah. Lagodi with the Wildmans with uh, with Bauer. Silas Bauer yeah. and you know obviously Barreve you can't lose a Division One player. No, but. but uh, North Davies with a you know big chunk of their of their crew back. I mean, I I think that's you know they are justly ranked number right, one right they're because a team to beat. of they're a team to beat because of what they've done so far. Yeah. But also, I think they've earned that number one ranking by that sectional semifinal game last year right. as well. Let's talk about the play that Hagen Nepp made, and I'll put this up on social media. But look where he's at at that point before that block's the made. Block, yeah, I mean. It was crazy how far he traveled, yeah. and and you know, shot got up a little slower than yeah. what it probably is a lot right. of times he, by Peyton. He was setting it up, yeah. But man, you what? know, here's the thing about Hagen, and I've said this every time I've watched him play, he elevates so quickly on his shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's above everybody on his shot. It's amazing how high he gets on his shot, and defensively, he has such a long wingspan that he can get to shots like that. I mean, he's just quick. And if you ask him, and, and, and Mike knows this, he wants to play defense. He wants to stop the other team's best player. Right. That's what that's what he loves to do. And uh, he really did a good job on Peyton. He was everywhere Peyton went. There was there he was. And if you notice, he very rarely switched on defense uh, uh, on Peyton the other night. He may he had to a couple times, but very rarely. And that was one of the things we talked about last week, Wag. Is, yeah. is, is maybe you can help us. And that's where I think Peyton. I, th- I think he's properly rated. I think everybody knows Peyton Bledsoe yeah. is a great player. But I think, you know, that first Bar-Eve meeting, you know, he, he almost kind of dribbled into a double team mm-hmm. to get that switch that he wanted to get Hagen off of him. Right. And then he went baseline and he, and he made that shot. Well, the and, game, yeah, the game winner, they switched on him. And I, and I thought, I, I said it last week on the podcast, I thought that was just a really nice coaching move by Coach Haywood where mm-hmm. he just said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust my, my, my best player right. to make the correct basketball play. And yeah. that's where I think he did but, that. But go back and watch that last shot. Who, who comes in there at the last second and almost gets his hand on it? It's Hagen Nepp yeah. from yeah. the weak side. Yep. <laughs> you know what, what people forget, though? Hagen Nepp's a junior all-star. There was a time in southwestern Indiana where a junior all-star, you would have been a god. I mean, how many junior all-stars can you think of from this? Yeah, mm-hmm. not many. <clears throat> and I'm not saying Hagen is disrespected, but people forget how good he is. Yeah. And if anybody's going to make that play, it should be him. Right. I, well, I mean, I, I wasn't shocked when he did it. I, I saw it coming, too, and and to me, it was a shock that we, we took a three, only down one, you know, with the option of driving or kicking or, you know, getting in the lane. Because Peyton's been doing a really good job of, of setting his man up and trying to get that short jumper. But he was open. I mean, it was a good kick out. He was open. And, you know, nine times out of ten, he's probably going to hit that shot right. when the pressure's on. Yeah. But uh, it's just one of those things where Hagen made a heck of a play. I think it's important to note, um, you know, I heard, heard you guys last week talk about, you know, early player of the year candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, the stats are out there, and we all know who's at the top and near the top offensively. I, there's no defensive rank, but I'm going to tell you right now, the guy who's at the top offensively at 19.9 a game, Hagan Nepp, is also the area's best oh, defensive uh, player, hands down. 
and he's go go at, uh, gadget arms for a reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm there's there's yeah. nobody else that makes that play it's right up. there. I mean, he's out of the play at that point, right? And it's just incredible. Now, it, I'm it, not slighting Peyton Bledsoe or uh, Logan Reister's a fine defensive and offensive player. Son, Washington a defensive player. My son is is average at best on, on the defensive end, but he's gotten better. But Hagen <laughs> Nepp has been a, a, a defensive stopper for a long time, yeah. and and I'm not yeah. selling. Anybody short when I say Hagen by far is the best defender in the air. Todd, who was the best defender on that side of the table, do you think, back in the day? Well, I mean, I'm Wag was <laughs> I wasn't known for my defense. It, was, it wasn't me. Wag was the quickest, and Mullen will sit you down yeah. in the birdcage. Oh, I mean, did, did, uh, did you go against Adam Seitz every day in high school? If I would have figured that Adam what made him better down at Pike County. <laughs> I'm... John's what you call an enforcer back in the day. Yeah, well, I, I can and I were only Lancaster in the face. There were only two referees back then, yeah, so I got away no, with no, a lot no, more yeah. than I should have. Now, uh, what year did you graduate, John? Uh, with Toby in 93. 93, okay. Washington Catholic. So, um, yeah, I was my job was to rebound Toby's misses and make sure instead of laying them right back up, I need to kick them back out. <laughs> there you go. Because a three's worth more than a two. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, five fouls was usually, I averaged somewhere in that neighborhood. You used them up. Yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> a bad plan. Five, you might as well use them, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I've got a question about, and, and Mike can go and listen. John's been coached for a long time, too, about this. A good player in the second quarter getting his second foul. So many coaches automatically take them out. And, hey, I'm not knocking anybody sure, who does sure. that's their That's their game plan. Yeah. And that's the way they coach. That's I know fine. where you're going, and, brother, yeah. you can preach it from the rooftops. Okay. Keep going, Coach. But, anyway, and I go back, and Greg and I talk about this all the time. When I go back to 2012, there were many a game where Bryant got his second foul or Connor got his second foul in the second quarter. And I left them in because I know they're smart enough not to get right. third five. Yeah. I, well, really, and, I really do know that. And, and I also think and, – and by the way, I, we, had a, we had an absolute – and you can talk about who got a better whistle Friday night and 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 the first game against you know Lagodi Barre. You can you can argue that forever. You had a state championship crew there. All three of those guys have been on multiple state finals. Right. I also think, coach and everybody else, those officials know. Sure. Parker Arvin had two. You know, uh, Barre had Caden uh, Graber. I think who had two. Right. And, and I think those guys kind of subconsciously go, okay. Yeah. The third one. You're you're gonna have to commit a felony, right? To to, to get right. a third That's one. That's not gonna whistle. be a ticky tack foul, no. Right. Yeah. The best officials understand that concept. Right. Right. And, and, and that's why it's important to have the best officials on these kind of games. Sure. Right. You know, that's uh, something I actually was kind of kind of want to bring up later on, but I'll just do it now. I get emails from the the podcast email address all the time about promoting officials, and if you want to be an official and share this on, how. I'm I'm tentative anymore. I try to. I don't always succeed at my daughter's games. That just to keep my mouth shut because God, I know the situation we're oh, in with yeah. officials. Right. How has it been overall this season? All the games you guys have watched. I, I, I tell you one thing, and I I don't mean to speak on Wag here. We have played our rivals for for 64 minutes of basically tie basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's yeah. not been one time where I thought, man. That was bad. Yeah. I, there, there was a kind of a block charge, I right. think, in the second quarter the other night. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the third, where, where Hagen got the benefit of the doubt with Bledsoe on the baseline, where I thought, man, you know, if you're Lagodi, maybe you think you – Right. But even that first game, yeah. I think, you know, you lose a 10-point lead and you go, well, you know, they got two or three big calls late. No, I – Hey, don't leave, yeah. Coach. We're going to do our hockey segment next. You need <laughs> and he sprints to the door. Hey, no, I'm going with you, Josh. <laughs> yeah. hey, I, I know that people can't hear this, so you need to say this. Oh, we can hear it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally pulled a Mike Wagner tonight. 
I left my wallet at the gym. You know how many times I went scouting with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you get my popcorn? You finally got him back, hey, Josh. Hey, I think that was the veteran coachman. Yeah. You finally got him back. The, the freshman coach is going to buy my popcorn. That's right. See, right. See, you See you, coach. No, but I – you know, I think we've played 64 minutes, and I, you know, if Wag disagrees, so be it. That's what no. it's for. But no, I, I, I think both Bar Evil go to games. I mean, I think the officiating yeah. has been. I don't, I don't think it affected the outcome in either game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think there's, you know, there's a, there's a call or two that you might question, but it's not, it's not going to cost you the game. Right. I, I think when Parker got his second foul, and he had to go out, which I mean, that's Coach Haywood. That's the way he coaches, and that's great. And I've got a lot of respect for the man. It took the wind out of us a little bit. Yeah. You know, we didn't go inside anymore. We kind of relied on a three-point shot, and they slowly got back in the game. Right. Yeah. But I, th- to me, and, I, and, and and John saw me coach through the years, I just didn't coach that way. If, if my players aren't smart enough not to pick up that third foul, yeah. they shouldn't be in there. But if they get to a third foul, then you take them right out, and you wait till the second half. Yeah. Well, if I remember correctly, Bryant may have played a first half with three fouls. Three fouls. Um, because Is that you, right? You, you trusted your best yeah. player. Yeah. I put him, I put him back in, and I'll be darned. He had a three point play at the buzzer, second quarter. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you got to trust him, you know. You're also help. a little bit of a gambler. Well, yeah, you know, I don't know how many times Greg said I rolled the dice during that run, but uh, it's just one of those things that I, I trusted him, you know. Uh, I think Connor fouled out one time in four years. Really? In four years of high school basketball and started every single game in his career. Yep. Well, we've seen some rough girls games this year that we've called <laughs> on 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 the Ooh. general, and uh, yeah. I think we've still only seen maybe one, maybe two foul outs. Yeah, in, yeah, not many. And 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 like Wag said, I I just think there's a lot of officials who, you know, subconsciously you, you don't want the clock to stop. That's the answer. Well, that'd be true. That'd well, be true. and I'm fine. Especially with that. In, when you get down into the lower levels, for sure. <laughs> and 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 some of the girls' games, and we've seen some pretty rough action. I tell hey, you, who I think. Go ahead. Quick question: Do, do they are there orange napkins now at Redbones? It, it's North Davis night. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had hot sauce <laughs> on my chicken wings. As opposed to your mas- for, the, mas- for those that off. don't think North Davis is going to be covered, they've got the official napkin now at, they, at Red. They Bones. do John Mullen feels better. They, <laughs> he's got his orange sweatshirt and he got Lancaster's orange napkin. For everybody that says Lancaster's a Bar Eve Homer, there you go. Yeah, I feel better now. Yeah, that for everybody nice that thing. thinks that that North Davis and Bar Eve will go to hate each other, you know, the B three podcast just spreads the love. We bring everybody together. We are. We're like George George H W Bush. We're a thousand points of light. There you go. <laughs> Todd, don't. We'll do that on another show. No, no, I'm okay. Listen, okay, listen. we're good. And I'm going to just say this because Mike likes to paint me in a bad way. I, that's inaccurate. Okay, my parents attended George uh, George H. W. Bush's inauguration. Of course they did. Okay, my next door they probably neighbor, had the first dance. My next door neighbor was a guy named Dan Quayle. Oh my goodness. Okay, at one point I hit a hockey puck off of my pool. Frozen. I told you we were going to have a hockey segment. You hear that sound? You ready? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stopping it. At so almost <laughs> as good as Janine Turner, but nevertheless. Where, where is this? Huntington, Indiana. Okay, Huntington. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> and uh, I was on I was on the pool cover. How do you hit frozen. fast forward on this damn podcast? <laughs> I'm not done. But I can remember taking a shot off the pool. It was supposed to go into my fence. Okay. And instead, it went up over the fence and through those little plastic vents in the, above the garage. Somewhere on Fairway Court in Huntington, Indiana, there is a puck in the, above the garage in Dan Quayle's house. And he doesn't even know it, does he? Doesn't even know it. <laughs> cool story, bro. Okay, big man. <laughs> Talk oh, that sorry. one, Deco. I'm sorry. 
you know, if a, if a little Republican politics bothers you. Dan Quayle. There's a name <laughs> of the past. <laughs> Bell tomato, Todd. It was potato, by the way. Oh, okay, so my bad. So potato. Was, and from what I've been tomato. told, he was a pretty good golfer. And I th- believe he was on the uh, 64 Huntington uh, team that lost in the state finals to Lafayette Jeff. And so, he, so he's a better Ryan athlete Cron- than Mike Pence, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Enough people have unsubscribed here in the last minute. We need to move on. Who, yeah, who would be the best athletic vice president? Um, gosh, that's a good question. Kamala Harris. Who the vice presidents were? Ford played college football. He yeah. played yeah, at Michigan. Uh, Just couldn't speak. <laughs> I know nothing of spirit. Great like. SNL. Back when SNL was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's true. <laughs> this is real. I, I one of you two. Question. Question. I mean, yeah. we'll, I mean we'll t- maybe we'll table that one for another show. Yeah, Gerald Ford. That's what I was research. I would. I like I said. I would have to guess yeah. Gerald Ford. Yeah. As well. All right, what else on Bari Vlagoti till we pick this discussion up again in yeah, a month in, and a half? In, yeah, in six weeks. Let, uh, let me say this, and John will agree, and so will Mike. The draw is going to be <laughs> We say it every year. I get anxiety. Amber's going to take my blood oh my pressure gosh. when I get home just, just Mike, mentioning that. It's Mike is concerned on, on whether he has to play Shoals, Reve, or, or, or WC first. I'm concerned the, if any one of these two teams get that draw. You know. Now, now, last week on the podcast, Todd, you said Ligoti's got the favorable draw. How many years in a row? I, I don't know the number. Is, I mean, are you serious? <laughs> you wow. just mentioned Reve. Does that mean Ligoti's being shipped out to sectional 64 I, I, this okay, year? Yeah, right, they're, right. they're going down to play day school. <laughs> yeah. No. But, no, the draw is. I mean, it's it, it's it's going to be it's, wild. It's everything. Yeah, it is. Who's there? Who who actually does – is there a, a, just a committee of the commissioners? The Illuminati. That, the Illuminati. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which George has Clooney. a Ligoti member. We need Jeff Doyle here to explain <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, that, that's what we need. Yeah, they Wait do the draw. Jeff yeah. doesn't actually pull the names out, I hope. <laughs> the question is, Jeff, truly the Trojan horse. Uh, As a board member, could he not just bring the draw to Davies County? It should be held right here right in the back here. room. Yeah, the back room. We could have everybody represented yep. and be done with it. We, 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 wouldn't, we would not be taping that one. That We would be live. On, on yeah, that. Oh, it would yeah, have to be live. All right, since down in Jasper, <laughs> they had all the area coaches down there. When Jack was coaching, they had 30 coaches. Coaches around these tables and talking about the draw. By the way, oh, yeah. what did Coach Bradley at Orleans do to piss somebody off at the IHSA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Well, why is Reve in that sectional? Because they brought Orleans, Orleans over here. But I mean, I mean, I can't remember. Why. I'm going to say it's Catholic bias, Todd. You think so? Yeah, to insult basically everybody at this table. We lobbied. <laughs> say. We lobbied on the radio at the Barry Reve girls game to have Reve shipped to that. The uh, girls yeah. shipped to that sectional. But yeah, well, that, that, that we, we tried to make a trade and it it didn't didn't work. Let me let me jump ship here real fast. Yes, because Mike and I both went at the wings pretty hard. <laughs> Mike, let me just say this: flats or drums? Flats every time. Every time. Hot or mild? John, same way? Second that. Hot or mild? No, just the actual wing. Do you oh. go with the flat or the drum? Drum. Okay. I used to be drum, but I'm 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 switching. I, I really like the flat because I like to see if I can do it in one, one pull. motion. Yeah. One pull. It's a game. And that's what people tune in for, right? Kind of like I, I, I don't disagree. Flats or drums. Seen in my cousin Vinny when he pulls that out of the, <laughs> the bar. Wow. So you had a little of both. Which one do you... I'm an equal opportunity guy. I saw you making love to one of those little drones. Oh my god! <laughs> should we should we talk about where we are? Because 
last Saturday night I stopped by here. Yeah, I, you did. I, I questioned Mike about the blue the blue lights outside of Montgomery. You, you called me and you said, what "What's the story behind that?" Well, here was my theory the last year because we had we had a, a, a trif. Let's see, what was it? Uh, Josh put out a tweet about the new uniforms or something, and he he mentioned the Bari drip. And then yes. <laughs> Travis Madison the next week puts out some kind of memo, and he said, hit me up if you need something. Yeah. And then we have purple lights. I'm like, Montgomery is gone gangsta. <laughs> like, there's no question about it. They've gone gangsta. No, I, the, the, I think the story is a pretty simple uh, explanation, and that was uh, Washington with their, you know, massive... Yeah, well, but well, well, Pike County budget. No, but yeah, they 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 ordered street lights and they got the wrong kind and they kind of had that purple kind of funkadelic tint. And Montgomery said, you know what? Hey, we'll take them for a little while. But man, there has been nights where I've left the game or I, you, you know, they talk yeah. about people who who like are abducted by UFOs and they have missing time. <laughs> like I want to look at the clock and go, is it twelve thirty? Have I have I lost three hours We're here? In Paisley this? Park. Yeah, this is crazy. I just thought maybe you had some new businesses going on in the streets. Yeah. Today. Well <laughs> businesses. <laughs> Could be nevertheless. I wanted to say as I popped in on Saturday night after the big win, Montgomery celebrating, everything's great. I had a burger here, a cheeseburger here. When but you I'd say everybody's celebrating, there were eleven people in the back room, Todd. <laughs> let's let's be let's be super the clear. Entire on town of Montgomery. Everybody, everybody was eleven point is, people. Point is, I've not had their burger here in six months. Oh, it's and it is it is first freaking rate. I don't. I can't say which one I order because it's not actually on the menu, and I don't know if they want to sell that many, so I'm not going to say it. But it that and the rest of the burgers are as good as you're going to get anywhere. They're, so you know now big. it's going to be called the Todd Burger. Yeah. <laughs> John, you, real want, you want to jump in on your scallops that you had here last year? Or the prime rib on New Year's Eve. So <clears throat> the scallops, by the way, are off the menu. It's like a... Uh, Pre-COVID, they were it was available. It's kind of a seasonal option. Yeah. Okay, well, um, so anyway, New, Year, New, New Year's Eve prime rib here was amazing. Um, but I'm a guy who likes prime rib about three times a year. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and you can't get it very very many places. So uh, uh, I just, I mean, you guys are very lucky in the Montgomery area to have a place like this where you can eat any time. And the food is always going to be Yep, always good. Always on oh, point. Yeah. Always good. So Redbones Bar and Grill, come see them. Absolutely. And when you need your insurance quoted, see Travis Bretton, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Let's go to this weekend. It's going to be another another dandy. Um, I heard you say that the war- the warm-up game got canceled for Friday <laughs> yeah, night. I, boy, I, that's an all-time misspeak. <laughs> you had a warm-up game? Lord, my, 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 friend Steve, see t- my friend Steve Killian's oh, going to send God. me a strongly worded message yeah. What was Thompson's face? Like, uh, uh, was he giving that, you the cut? Yeah, that, that's one of the eight places that I've coached at, you know, cut it out. Head was. coach Brian Schoonover's text to me right now says, who is that <laughs> yeah. guy? Expletive, expletive. Deco takes a wide mic Wagner take over the Josh there Thompson show tonight. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, the the Friday night game uh, that Barreve had got canceled. Yeah, it's yeah, Wood Memorial canceled. They've got some COVID issues, and that means uh, the Vikings are off eight days, and and we get to play the Cougars on Saturday night. And I, I'll, I'll ask Coach Wagner what he thinks. We haven't talked about it, and we've talked a lot, just yeah. texting this and that. Every time I got a question or he's got a question, we everybody, all oh, these people they don't talk to each. No, I'm. Me and Wack text each other five days a week about something and during ball games. Too. And yeah, sometimes during the game. But but I, I you know I, I I think on Saturday night at at nine o'clock we'll know a lot about how 
the the order, the pecking order of the sectional kind of stands. Sectional and area. And area, right, right, yeah. right, right, right now. Right. And 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 I and Wag, what I was, and I've said this to John, and I, I'll 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 say it straight here for everybody to consume. Right. I, I think that first game of the season, I I told John, I told Brian. I thought, you know, it ended up being a five-point game. Right. I, I almost thought it was a five-point blowout. And what I mean by that, Wag, is is I thought that early game against Ligoti. Now, Ligoti's, they're grown up. People are falling into place. Mm-hmm. And teams change. I get it. Right. But I just felt like North Davies really controlled that game. So I know this will make John nervous, but I coming out of that game, I'm just like, okay, they're, they're the favorite. Right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you right now, in that first game of the year, when we came out in a zone, I was shocked. I was really shocked. Yeah. Um, the coach decided to play a zone, and it, and, it, and, it, and it kept us in the game because it kept them from, you know, driving into the lane and get to the basket. But uh, they hit a couple threes, and, and, and we were trying to figure out, okay, how's Parker Arvin going to respond? Because we really didn't know, you know, because he didn't play a whole lot last year. He played a little bit. Um, how's Isaac going to play as far as defensively? Is John Whitworth going to be able to hit the three? We had a lot of question marks. I mean, of course, you had Peyton and you had Luke. But Luke was running the point at that point. You know, and right now he's doing a little bit different. He's in the he's the off guard. He can slash and dive. So it was it was a game where it, it didn't mean a whole lot. It was it was good to get it out of your way. Whoever wins, you know, is going to have a little bit of a you know upper upper uh, uh, step on everybody else. But I, I just think it was a good game for the first game of the year. It was a shame it was the first game of the year. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to play him now, but just to see what happens. But I, I think that North Davis proved that you know they were ready. I mean, not that we weren't, but we had some question marks right. going into that. Yeah. We had to find out what, what we were going to have. John, what do you think about the first night? I, you know, I, I know just talking to you that night, you thought you, you, you guys kind of controlled the game. And I think everybody kind of left thinking, man, we all need to shoot it better than we did tonight. Well, first of all, that game seems like it was a million years ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we're going to talk about surviving advance come March, and everybody does when it comes to the IHSA turning, especially March Madness at the right. college level. But, guys, as a parent, as a parent of uh, a kiddo who has devoted his entire life to sports, and I, and I have been one of those wacko parents that you guys talked about last June. You're totally normal. <laughs> um, so, so for for me, I'm I'm literally surviving in advance one day at a time. Like right. this is life for me, and uh, it seems like so long ago that that first game happened. And I know Lagodi's a lot different. Um, certainly, Bar Reeves figuring some things out. And okay, so coming into game one, we felt like. Uh, we had three guys that had played a lot of varsity basketball a year ago, mm-hmm. whereas Lagodi had two, two. for sure, yep. and Barive had two for sure. And so some people thought, well, okay, they've got three. Lagodi and Barive have two. Advantage North Davis. I have no idea uh, what's going to happen Saturday night uh, in in the first game at the new Viking Arena for all of our kids. Right. Which, right. by the way, needs a name. It needs a name. I've got an idea, but carry on. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, before I can really even think about Saturday night and a survive in advance life mode that I'm in right now. I was going to say, yeah, you've got a little game on Friday. I, so, <laughs> you know, we can, we can talk about Saturday, but honestly, I'm more worried about Friday right now. Yeah. And that's because Absolutely, uh, yeah. Linton, got a big conference game. Linton might, be, Linton might be the best team on our schedule. Hmm. They're number two in 2A. Right. Blackhawk is now number three in right. 2A. Right. Central Noble being number one in 2A, which Bar-Eve ran into. So, um, He's still got Edinburgh. Yeah. Still got Sullivan. The next game for, for North Davis is, is Linton, and so right, that's no, the yeah. one yeah. Uh, on right. the forefront of my mind. But with that said, and I know this is a Davis County, Martin County podcast, um, Saturday night, if we were to if we were to split, if we were to split, the players would choose Saturday night 
Sure. Yeah. Over Friday night. Over yeah. Friday night. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We would love to have the sweep. The last thing we want is to get swept because there may not be a Sunday <laughs> for John Mullen. <laughs> Wags. Wags has got Bloomfield. Over big there. game. Yeah. Uh, big game Saturday night. Uh, I, 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 I will say I, I talked to Mullen's wife. And she is restocked with nitroglycerin and Lipitor. <laughs> she is she is she is queued up for the weekend. Can you yeah. actually crush and snort a Lipitor? Yeah, if yeah. You need to? Sarah, Sarah said she's. You have the basement where you have uh, like, you know, mattresses all over the walls. <laughs> well, Greg Bateman, uh, I guess, talks about maybe just keeping a camera on me at these ball games. Oh, where, I, guys, where, no, no, no. where are you going to pace? I, in New that Biden is a whole different movie right there. I saw you in the vestibule during the girls game. What is, where is your spot? I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that the, uh, you know, maybe Mr. Bullock's class has built me a cage. Yeah, well, I, I tell you what I will do. I will, I will put the live feed up on my uh, on my smart board, and you can just pace in my classroom. Hey, for an how hour about and a half. this? We get in one of those little broadcast nooks up in the corner, out of the way. There we'll turn this sucker on and get him on mic <laughs> yeah, the entire go. the entire game. In this, like, era, this is a podcast where no, you can say whatever you want. Well, now, yeah. in this era of cancel culture, which, which Todd Lancaster loves, <laughs> I mean, this this will. Mullen, just in case you I might, didn't know, Mullen, you are outnumbered at this point. I, I am out, but Mullen won't be able to get a job at, 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 at any Walmart anywhere. Yeah. So. I'm just one no. word on this podcast away from losing yeah. everything it'll I be, have. It'll be a, it'll be like a rap song at the Grammys. Beep, beep, beep. It'll be, yeah, yeah, Mullen's Kanye and Lancaster Taylor Swift. It'll sound like a trash truck will, backing up the road. About, about John, he, you know, he, he, he is. He's a parent of a very, very good athlete who, who devotes all his time to what he's doing right now. And, he, and he's a great kid. I'm going to tell you right, John, to your face, he's, he's an awesome kid. I like him. I love being around him. But I was watching, I was watching you during – Oh, it's a long butt because everybody at this table hates playing Jalen Mullen. I was I watching mean. you during the North Davis game. I think you were playing – was it Blackhawk maybe or something? And he made a really bad pass that – Probably wasn't his fault, but it went out of bounds. Right. And you were in that little swivel chair behind the bench. I thought you were going to fall backwards. So you went, you put your hands up, and I'm like, oh, gosh, Tom, be I got, You know, at your size, a, a, a swivel chair is working during a basketball game. <laughs> I do a lot. You know, yeah. I'm at the scores table. Absolutely. I'm supposed to be the public address announcer. Uh-huh. But most of the time, no one wants to hear what I want to, well, that, well, I, you, that I say over the mic. And I, and it's I, everything I, else but that I'm, I say. I'm going to hit you guys with a story about John that you may not know. And this, this is just about what a good friend John is. Last year in the uh, in the volleyball semi-state, and, it, and it's rough watching your daughter. And my and my oh, yeah. daughter played a great game against uh, against Heritage Christian, except behind the service line. And it got to the point after her second and third missed serves, you know, I was praying to God, just, Amber, just take her out, take her out. Somebody else. Yeah. And by the second by the second miss serve, John was behind me because of course his daughter Colleen is is, is on the team too. And man, he is—he's rubbing my shoulders. He's like—he's like the corner guy in Rocky. And I'm like, dude, I, I am going to battle with this guy forever because he knows what I'm feeling more than anybody else in this entire gym. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's rough coaching a, coaching and 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 not just coaching a kid, but 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 having one involved in a game like that. But uh, but he he gets it both ways and and. Uh, you know what, J- Jalen's gonna have a great weekend. Win, lose, or draw for right. the Cougars, guaranteed. Well, and I want to say this. I mean, you know, the kids at Lagodi, the kids at Bar Eve, those 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 juniors, those seniors, those kids that have been around Jalen in those classes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's been around those schools, played with all those kids. 
I mean, my son and I and my family, we love those kids. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it, it makes it that much harder for me. And, it, sure. and I know how much pressure it puts on my son mm-hmm. uh, to have to go and compete against right. some well, of his closest friends. And, but that's, that's just the way it is. And, and going back, and, and, and Amber and I, we, we subscribe to the NFHS network because we not, not just Ligoti, but it's like, hey, there's this game. Let's, yeah, let's, let's watch, watch it. it. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Bloomfield's on there. It's, it's, it's really, really nice. And, uh, you know, I heard Wag comment when we went back and watched the game later that night, you know, I think it was under a minute, and 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 Peyton and and Hagen were like giggling with each other, oh, yeah. and everybody and, and Wag said, "Yeah, well, you know that's it's amazing that we're in this tight ball game. There's four thousand people, and you got the two best players yeah. laughing." With. And and that's the thing that nobody wants to hear is guess what? These kids are, tr- I mean, they are trying to rip each other's hearts out. Yeah. But the reality is, they're all pretty tight. And yeah. and and yeah. these kids at Bar Eve, I know who who John coached years and years ago. Mm-hmm. There's been two or three times this year where they've said, "Ah, you know, this happened, and Mullen did this, and we need to send him a text message, film me saying this." And it was something that, mm-hmm. and it's never inappropriate at all. It's just something funny that happened when these kids were in the fifth or sixth grade. And the same thing with Hagen. He's played yep. so much basketball with Peyton, and yep. I know Jalen's played so much. And it's just that's that's when you get the best player in these rivalries. You've crossed paths so many times. You know, yeah. I was just going to say, Mike, that you can ask my, my son, who just graduated from USI, his best friends were former Viking basketball players, mm-hmm. Pike Central basketball players. Yeah. I mean, they were, those were his buddies. They played in a mural together. Right. They hung out together. They watched Monday Night Football together. It's, it's they, amazing when these kids go to college. Right. How many Barry, Lagodi, North Davis kids get together and play in murals together. Right. Yeah. And a good case in point in the game the other night, um, when uh, Hagen was driving and, and Peyton tried to draw the charge. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, go ahead. First thing Hagen did. Just go down, reach his hand, and help him up. I yep. said, that's respect. And you I, made a, yeah, you made yeah, that comment. I made a comment on the radio. That that's what I like about that kid. He, you know, he, he could easily just turn around, and walk to the free throw line. You know, I'm gonna shoot my free throws. But he waited, and he picked up, picked up Peyton, pat him on the back, and he went back and shot his free yeah. throws. Do you guys like that first game now? That that's brand new, the Lagodi North Davis game to lead things off um, in in November. It's it's a it's a good game for you know the crowd. I know yeah. that. I mean, it's a good way to start the season off. I mean. What happens if we're playing on Friday night instead of the Tuesday? Well, scheduling, just, I guess. Just kind of let you in on that. I mean, you know, as the schedule at North Davis, I, you know, I knew Jalen and Peyton were going to compete for four years against sure. each other, and and so you know, I reached out to to Corey, and we know that the Thanksgiving Eve game draws a monster crowd at mm-hmm. the Hatchet House, and you know, so the first thought was, well, let's beat them to the punch. Sure. The night before, yeah. let's financially just rake it. Yep. Yeah, and Lagodi has been able to do that two years, and of course last year <laughs> that game got canceled right. by the Davis County Health Department about 48 hours right. prior, right. and so there was no home game with 3,000 people at North Davis. Right. Um, hopefully we'll next get to host year. that game next year, but um, it, it was we knew there were going to be two really really good teams, sure, with two pretty good individual players and fantastic supporting casts. And then financially, I mean, you're talking about ten or fifteen thousand dollars. Well, and, and as the Barib guy who you know, quote unquote, got beat to the punch, it's awesome. Like this was my first year, yeah. and I, I I talked to John about it in 20 years, where I'm not coaching a, a a team, a junior high team, and 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 being there on that Tuesday night, I, I told John I went up, stood by him in the first quarter. He's like, "You all right?" I'm like, "This is great. It's like fun, I'm in a game, yeah. and and you know, it's 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 Lagodi and North yeah. Davies, and guess what?" It didn't hurt the crowd on Wednesday night at no. Washington. No. A, a, a person. And guess what? That Wednesday night game at Washington didn't affect a single person yeah. at Lagodi that night. It's good for the area. It's good for the area because you got a good game on Tuesday. You turn yep. right around. Everybody's on Everybody's on break. You right. come back Wednesday night and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what – I can't tell you how many times 
you know, uh, you know, my daughter Daisy, who Todd, I know you uh, uh, identify with as, a, as as the Spitfire of the century, but <laughs> but you know, the Lagodi basketball team don't, set, don't squelch the spirit. Yeah, I will not kill the spirit, but you know, she was saying how much she loved it because the Lagodi team set by her. Uh, behind her at at, at, at the Bar Eve uh, Washington, Washington game, game yeah. and of course you know they're messing with her and she's trash trash talking with them and and that's you know it, it was it was great it, it, it was fun and I it's it's something that I look forward to and I can't wait to to, to hit it next year yep. at the Cougar Den. All right, can I just jump in here because there's been a lot of love and all of that. <laughs> can we please talk about the game tomorrow night? And I'm not talking about the WC girls game that I'll be at. However, oh, there's another Candleton at double overtime. <laughs> Uh, there's a Candleton at double overtime. That's Friday. That's Friday. <laughs> oh, my bad. <clears throat> there's another little game in Bloomington tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Mm. And what are our thoughts on the, the number four Boilermakers? Well, uh, I, I feel like I've... And I, by the way, my daughter uh, no, Sarah I'm, just texted me. Okay. And wants to know, do you know anyone selling an Ohio State <laughs> ticket? So there you go, people. Wow. Get a hold of me. Actually, I, I feel like I've gone first too much tonight. I'm going to let my friends do that. Well, I'll jump in first. I'm wearing an IU shirt, so I'm obviously rooting for IU. They are incredibly hard to watch. And when you have a serious financial investment in these, this basketball team, right. like I did on, was it Monday night? Yeah. Monday yes. night. Yes, you did. And they go five and six minutes without scoring. And you not only have them to cover and the over. My God, can we please find someone that could put the ball in the basket? Yeah. I'll tell you what. This is not a likable IU team, and I don't mean that as a. As, when was as a the last likable IU team? But I mean, I don't mean that as <laughs> I don't mean that as a boilermaker. I don't mean that as my daughter. Back up the local there. guy yeah. was there. Yeah, but but this is not a likable IU team. Um, Cody they are. was the last time we liked IU. They are. Man, they're hard to watch. They are the Hillary Clinton. And, 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 but you know what? They're, they're at home. That makes a big difference. You're right. It hasn't made a big difference. And what I've gotten in the habit of, speaking of. Uh, substantial financial commitments. Well, I'm I'm not a total degenerate like you, Brando. But <laughs> you I, mean you don't you're not betting horse races every yeah, day on I'm Twin not, Spires? Yeah, I, I'm not betting Russian ping pong. <laughs> but but my whole my whole deal is now I'm just going to make a donation <laughs> against uh, IU's opponent. Yeah. Uh, and if IU happens to win, then you know what? You, it, it's a donation <laughs> to the basketball universe. There you go. And and it, and if and if IU win or and then if IU loses, hey, guess what? You know, I come out ahead. So yeah. I will be uh, making a. Uh, I'm not going to say a sizable, but it'll be a. You know, and it, it, you know my lunch money on Friday. There you go. We'll we'll be going to Purdue, and and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Brian. So while we're at uh, South Knox doing the girls' game tomorrow night, I'm going to leave my phone in the truck. <laughs> Not you can't look. be going. Not I so was going to say, so eight. anybody that wants uh, any yeah. IU updates, so, listen to so, me. So no, no IU updates, okay. and, and when wrong. I get back at 8.30 and, and turn it on, uh, then it's going to be what it what's is. What's the early line? Uh, I think I think Purdue by three. Yeah, I think really? there was by three. three. Or, no, it was three and a half of last time I looked. I tell you I what, if, if IU loses by three tomorrow night, I'd, I'll be happy. I, I think be. Purdue is. I mean, they're huge inside. Wag, How do you, I bet well, it, one of the things that we got into, and obviously Monday was uh, an off day for some people. For some people, it was a snow day. Uh -huh. But Martin Luther King Day, uh, Purdue and Illinois at noon. That was awesome. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even know they were playing you know until what? it was you over. Did. I had no I, idea. I sat playing. down to eat eat I lunch sure and just happened to did. flip around and, yeah. and I did that thing like. Is this a is replay? This live, yeah. and then so I get on Yahoo to look. Like, yeah, it's it's live, and uh, really thank did. goodness, thank goodness it went into <laughs> overtime. Double overtime. <laughs> well, all I needed was one, but that was enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the score later. I'm like, 
They play today during the I, day. I will, I will say this: that Kofi Cockburn or whatever the hell his name is. He's a hell of a he's a hell of a big man in the middle. Yeah, and for he, Illinois, he, he yeah. looked unimpressive. Really, against e, e, uh, the ED. E, or, and, okay, uh, how tall is ED? Seven two. Uh, seven nine. I think seven, he looked. Four, I think. Yeah, he's Andre seven, the Giant. That's how tall. My he is. goodness, he's huge. And then yeah. you throw in six eleven. Uh, the what, is it Williams? Wait, Travion. Travion, and then you throw in. I don't first, think first to six nine. Yeah. I don't think. My goodness, uh, Trace TJD. Is that what we're going by nowadays? Trace sure, Jackson Davis. I don't think he has faced big men in the middle. Not like that. that. And and I think that's he didn't right, practice. So, so you heard it here first. Todd Lancaster says IU with no shot tomorrow. I've got two things. After um, two thousand four hundred days, I. That's by the way, it's it's uh, Purdue minus three and a half over under one forty five. I've got two things. First of all, I'm not going to gamble on the game. Okay. Um, I never do because I lose. I am an IU fan, and I don't. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Um, I think and nobody wants to talk about the streak. I think it's nine games. Nine. Um, he said nobody wants to talk about I'm going to bring up the streak for, for another strategic reason. Okay. I think it was February 2016. Is that about right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's nine games. It was also February 2016 when Bar Eve last lost a home game. Is that right? That number's 44. As in, they've won 44 straight home games. Now, he just did it to us. <laughs> Mullen just assassinated us, wow. and we didn't even he know was it was coming. He's just been just stalking I, I his waited. prey. The, El, <laughs> the El Nora sniper. Go IU. Go North Texas. <laughs> that's, like that's like saying Jalen. Jalen. Jalen's His bike dropped. Jalen's got 20 free throws in a row. You yeah. didn't say anything about that. So. <laughs> oh, no, man. but February 2016 for IU Purdue. and I th- I'll be there. So Bloom- really, yeah. Bloomfield Senior Night, 24 straight. 44, that is correct. And, and that was one of those nights, Wag, and, and, and Johnny can tell you this. And, and this is one and thing. And I was there that yeah, night. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I've never agreed with. And, and listen, you, you play four years and you deserve a senior night. I, do not get me wrong. I'm, I'm not in that – but I also think you, you you owe it to your kids who practice every day that, dude, you're going to try to win the game. Sure, absolutely. And, and, and we played seniors that night. We're playing Bloomfield. Bloomfield ended up in the state finals in 1A that year. Right. And they did the deal where they got a quick six- and eight-point lead, and there was not a dead ball. And what happened is all oh, of our kids, wow. are sit, our starters, are sitting over there at the scorer's bench, right. and they can't get in because there's not a dead ball. And and How they get in. It, 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 I think they ended up down eight or ten to nothing. And I, John would be able to tell you, I think we may have tied the game in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. but we never led. I think no. I Is eight, that right? I think it was 8 nothing. Uh, those guys were at the scores table for like four minutes. And, really? And, and I'm sitting there. I know exactly where I was sitting in Cavanaugh Court. Um, Why do we call timeout? Well, I, I'm thinking purple. Purple for me is a foul. Yeah, just give one. Just, just give a foul. Yeah, sure. You know, just call out purple at the five-minute mark, and, right. and we're bringing our starters yeah. in. But that yeah. did happen, and Bloomfield did go to the state finals, and wow. that's the last time. A bar eight teams lost so, it on their home floor. So, Mike, who's the last, who's the last opposing coach to beat bar back to back games? Bar My guess is Mike Wagner. I yeah, I would say I would say Mike Wagner. Yeah, because in 2012, I would say 12 in the sectional. We, we beat him in regular season, and then 13, 13 in the regular season. Yeah. And that was with Brian Hughes. And that was and that was that night was unbelievable. And Wag may remember it. that <laughs> for for Lagodi beating bar It's one of my favorite games ever. 
because Lagodi got out about 20 to 2, yeah. 20 to 3. Lead, it was yeah. 71 degrees in January. Thunderstorms, oh, power sweat, went out. Yeah. Storm. And, and, and the rest of the game, we kind of clawed and clawed and clawed, yeah. and we could just never yeah. get over that hump. And I, it was the late, great Brandon Wagler, had, had a he was coming off a curl to hit a three-pointer to take the lead with about five seconds left. Wet and he, and he slipped on the wet floor, yeah. travel. Lagodi goes down, makes free throws, yep. game over. Yep. And, the, and then not to knock your new court, but in the old Kavanaugh court, which I absolutely loved yeah. to coach and play. Yeah. I just love that atmosphere. Yeah, and it, it was a great, it was a great night, and, yeah. and that's where I think you know, like, like we saw last Friday night, uh, you know, all those years ago. I think, I think Coach Wag, I think you know, his lines played about the best first quarter yeah. you can play that night, and I think Lagodi did it. And, you know, you want to talk about two games that are pretty similar. Yeah. You know, we didn't get all the way back, you know, back in that game in 20, 2013, but. But uh, yeah, a but lot you, of similarities. You turn the trick in a section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we, we three two zone, and Lagodi couldn't throw it in the ocean. Yep. And, you know, and I, I talked to Wag after the game that looks, night, and yeah. I said, "What would you do different?" He's Coach Wagner gave me the greatest answer ever. You yeah. know what he said? Make one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it all comes down During, to. I, it must have been regional. For one reason or another, I was I was going to the IU Purdue game at Bloomington. Would that sound about right? That would have been about the last game of the season. Mm, it would have been regional. Probably, yeah. And I was upstairs at the Bart Nicks in Bloomington, and I run into the great, are you ready, Bart Hill. Yep. And, uh, and, and I was telling some story to my two college friends who were not basketball guys. And I said, that guy right there, I said, he is a legend in his hometown. Biggest back, Bart came over. And biggest bucket of his career. God. And, you, and, and I think your second part of that story is even better. And you said... He made the biggest basket in decades in the area for for one week. For one for, week, well, not yeah. even one week. For, <laughs> yeah, 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 for, for one, one week. week. Yeah, seven days. Yeah, and and, and, days. and Luke Zeller hit the hit the half quarter yep. a week later. And I was sitting on the basket. and I saw that shot go up, and I said, "That is good." I was, <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding you. I was right under the basket because we had already played, I'll and we stayed what, and watched. And this is this is be for another time, but I think if Luke misses that, Washington does not win another state title. Boy, I think I if they know, lose, the they no, I get that, I get that, but it was like washing a dirty window. Mm -hmm. You know, all of the anxiety, all of the frustration, all of everything for how many years? Well, and that's 1983. Well, he never. <laughs> and that's one of the things we're doing on the Bari Media page right now is we're trying to come. I was going to say, yeah, bring top, that up. Top five games ever for for, for Bari basketball, and, right. and and basically the goal is once the votes are in, we're going to have highlights and have Albert talk about him. We Albert's 82 years old. We we want his thoughts, you know, on these games, and you know the 97 sectional which we put up today as a contender was an unbelievable inning. Washington had already gone 14 years without a. Without a title, and the, and the Vikings the night before it hit a late three in overtime to beat Lagodi, mm -hmm. and then uh, you know they're down three with just over a minute left against Washington. And you want to talk about fate and luck? And every great tournament run needs fate and luck. And, uh, and 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 you get it. And you get a scrum, and you get a technical. Well, yeah, I saw what, what what was the deal with the with the punching and pushing going on. What happened there? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, saw a video. I you you want to talk about the second guy gets caught, and <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, you know after Landon gave the foul, the ball yeah. ended up with him. He threw it back, and 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 you know by that time the the, yeah. the, the the official is they're they're back looking at the play, and then Washington throws it back at him, and then we've got fists going up, and yeah, to say I, I mean I don't think it's controversial at all to say hey Barive. Got a break right yep. there, and uh, sometimes all you need is that, that, that little crack, and you and you punch the door open, right. and you make it happen. You I can throws, remember yeah. Tom Crean sitting right behind me at the state finals. Well, Washington was playing with the Bar Reeve team. I don't know if 
right in the middle of the Bar Reef team, you know, in the, was that 2010? Yeah, eight, seven, ten. eight. No, it would have been ten. It would have been ten. ten. Yeah. And, uh, and then I just kind of said to him, I said, this team took that team to overtime. You know, they, they'd been at the, uh, the 1A game that day. But yeah. People will say, who's the best player you ever saw in high school? I'm sure some people say George McGinnis. Some people say Steve Alford. Some, whoever they want. For me, it's always going to be Tyler Zeller. Some people Over say Kobe. Marty Simmons. Is that what they say? Some people do. In, some people do. In Illinois, they do. Some people. On this podcast, Bob, they do. Yeah. Bob Knight didn't say that, but that's okay. What? My Still my favorite thing of doing this podcast was interviewing Marty Simmons. Anyway, back to your discussion. But that, that was just it. Most people would say, <coughs> <laughs> you're like you're like Buddy in Ozark. Get him his oxygen, Brido. But he's um, gonna be dead. Shave him. Seriously, he, his his beard's itchy. People would think it was Cody just because Cody was number four pick in the draft and all of this and that. But Tyler Zeller was a man amongst boys. Was I mean he was ACC Big Ten or ACC Player of the Year his senior the, year, he's in right? The of Honor. Was I still never? I, God, I thought he could have been a better pro. He had such a body, and, I, and this is me. I always felt Let, like if he would have, if this. he would have become Dennis Rodman or that type of player, like all out balls to the wall, go get every rebound, twenty five rebounds a game. Yeah, o- old fat guys sitting in a bar in Montgomery should not comment on Tyler Zeller's what? pro what? That's Wag? why I haven't said Wag? a word. Wag's a, Wag's a grandfather, and he's got a six pack. <laughs> I'm offended that you yeah, offended right. him. <laughs> I didn't say I was including Mike. Oh, okay. I mean, in a, in a serviceable NBA career, let's like not get years, wrong, but I, I felt like he could have been great. Right. However, I really could have. However, could have been the team he, was, he went to. I mean, when he was in high school. Oh, he was he amazing. Was, he was, you know, he was he was the man. Oh, man of my mold. Either way, Mike, who was the last NBA player to frequent Redbone's Grill? <laughs> Dale Davis? Yes. No, seriously? <laughs> Is Dale, that right? Dale Davis, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's just been, a couple years ago. Yeah, he's been in here a couple of times. So, anytime Trace Jackson oh, Davis okay. was TJD, TJD. By the way, <laughs> let's let's see Travion Williams come down that. the lane against against D squared. See what happens <laughs> then. Oh, Zach Eady. Oh, I wish. I think IU wishes they had Dale Davis. We on do. That team yeah. right we now. do. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just thought you know bring that up. We're so gonna we're gonna do the part where we where, where we predict Saturday night. Uh, yeah, let's do it right now. You want to do the Bruins first? No, Todd. Who does the who do the Friday Bru- night first? Yeah, let's do Friday night. All well, right. wait a minute. Who did? Who did everybody going with Purdue? We never yeah, really yeah. Purdue. Okay, I, I'm going with Purdue, but I would love to see. No, I would too. I want to split this weekend, so I'm going to take Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> That's mojo right there. You you got the mojo in your favor now. Remember that 44 game home winning streak? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did not That's know good, that. that That's good info right Boy. there. The doctor just hooked that thing up I to will, the monitor. Hey, we're, I will bring we're it up on a radio Saturday night. We play Bloomfield. <laughs> we'll, so, you know, we'll get updates. Well, and that's Curtis another game we got to predict. We'll go to yeah. Bloomfield. Uh, we'll go to blow them out. Yo, hey, Bloomfield the is assassin. always overrated. They're always overrated. Since I moved back here in <laughs> almost five years ago, <laughs> they, they're they ranked number three, and they don't have anybody to dribble the damn ball across yeah. the half line. Right. Stop it with Bloomfield until they win something. Look, Goaty wins. We're not even going to talk about it. They're going to win. I'll take that. I want to jinx another team. (laughs) Friday night, the Cougars go to Linton Stockton. Right. 26-game home winning streak. Oh, wow. God dang, Johnny. North Davis has a chance (laughs) to do some 
some special things this weekend. We've got Sam as our intern on this podcast. He doesn't come up with any of this. Well, stuff. That, that's I, I texted Johnny today and and uh, and uh, I said, hey, you got any JV stats for for Saturday night? I, uh, you know, Sam and Colton are doing the. Oh, he's got. Yeah, it. if you can. Yeah, to send them to yeah, you right shoot now. Them to me. So uh, you know, and, and he went down and talked to Coach Eric Yoder this morning. He says we don't have comprehensive stats. I said we don't need all that. We just need points per game. You or, know, or you could do like I do on the girls' game and just make them up. Yeah, just make them up as you go along. <laughs> now these but are no, for Sam Emmons' eyes only. Sam Emmons' eyes only. <laughs> Eric yeah, Yoder, I, hey, sorry. And, I, and I meant to tell you in the text today. You know, we don't need to know three point percentages and free throw. We just need points per game. Yeah, we're you not, got it all here. We're not trying to steal state secrets. No, but, but I, I I mean this uh, wholeheartedly. Um, even with my two rivals sitting to the left, I, I do. I think I think Lagodi polishes off Bloomfield this weekend in a comfortable uh, kind of a. I, I should I, hope you're right. I, I would say kind of that eight to ten point blowout that they uh, kind of salt away at the free throw line. I think on Friday night, I listen. I one thing that I I like Coach Joey Hart at Linton. I do. I think he's a good person. I enjoy him. Um, I wish their schedule was better. Because I would like to see them make a run in 2A. Mm-hmm. North Davies has a better schedule, and they have the kid that control the entire game. Uh, North Davies wins it on the road on on Friday night, and they win it. Um, they win it 45-41. Okay, Saturday night. Well, oh, Friday night 45. Yeah, Friday night. Well, I thought I thought Bloomfield was Saturday. Bloomfield Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I just went ahead and predicted them still, both. Yeah. Do, do you want to do North Davies and? Linton and, and Lagodi Bloomfield before we get to the buggy bowl? Sure. Sure. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Like uh, I'm going to go with Lagodi in that one, too. They, they showed me enough against Barive in a less eloquent way than the way, hmm. the way Brian put it there, but, too. But, but get, the, get this. The other night when Bloomfield was at South Knox, yeah. I was kind of listening to it after the game. It was 21-19 with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my goodness. I, I, but but that's I, the way South Knox And plays. I hate saying this with a disciple here. <laughs> That that is yet another reason why I feel we need a shot clock. Yeah. And do I think you know? And I know your buddy Smitty. We got four. We have a shot clock. We, we, got, it, four. we got We got it. Yeah, we got four of them. They're eight minutes each. <laughs> I'm not. We, we don't. We don't need a twenty-four. Like se- we don't need a twenty-four second shot yeah. clock. We don't. But you know, forty-five seconds. Yeah. You know, something along the lines. You get a that, shot within forty-five anyway. Most and, of the time. and 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 that's and I've always said that. And that, that's what Jeff mm-hmm. Doyle talked about in nineteen ninety when Jeff was a senior. Like, oh, do you? And, and you guys, you were the you were the leading scoring team in the state of yeah, Indiana. Yeah, undefeated. And undefeated. And so anybody, oh well, Butcher, he always played Butcher. No, no, he, you know if he had dogs, mm-hmm. he, he went. Mm-hmm. So please revisit the twenty six twenty four double overtime. Lagodi. Okay, that was awful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was, okay, so it was and we sat there and held the ball. That, that was on minutes. Rhino's vote. Yeah, it was fun to watch, man. I was that was one of my first Barry Lagodi games. Like was, this is. Uh, Awesome. No one's doing a damn thing, but this is awesome. Was it the worst kid that went up for the uh, last shot, the half quarter? Yeah, that, right. That was also the game we were down eight in the third quarter or fourth qu- or third quarter, and Jack held the ball. Yep. And Brian's like, "What is he doing?" Yeah. Because we're going to try to keep it close to the fourth quarter. One of my favorite things in I, I've ever seen in sports was when that thing felt like a powder keg about to explode. Oh yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll take. I just a not a full one, but the makers and diet. <laughs> Um, All makers, you no could feel that place say. about to explode, yeah. and, water. On and, water. and those Bar Reef kids would start to creep out in that zone, and Brian would yeah. stump his foot. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. Yeah. And, and, and the reality is, you know, when you talk about basketball plays, I, I just remember thinking that game. You know, in, in retrospect, 
Lagodi did exactly what they wanted to do, and Barry made the right basketball play. Absolutely, you know the whole yeah. time, and and it, it it just ended up where you know Lagodi worked it into the game of possessions like yeah. they wanted to and right. got the win. But uh, you're right, it was a great game. Well, let me hit on the three that you guys aren't going to mention. Washington, uh, Princeton, Washington, Pike Central, and the W.C. Candleton game. Washington blows Pike, Princeton out. Both of them. I yeah. think they, they W.C.'s favored the in that game. I'm right here. I would say W.C.'s w- w- favored by two in that game by the Herald computer. Answer this. How did Pike Central beat Heritage Hills the other night? Surely somebody was hurt. I don't know. I mean, how did that happen? Sisley's the best player freshman in the in the state. But, you know, as John can say, that – you know the Vikings and, 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 and I, Central. Well, I know no, I know I know North Davies or Lagodi didn't play him last year, but I thought last year after Sicily and a couple of the seniors, I mean we we the Vikings kind of really laid it on them down at Southridge, and right. I know this summer, you know John talking to him after a lot of summer games, Heritage Hills came up to the Cougar Den and mm-hmm. really kind of got taken to the woodshed then. So it's a really young team. They lost, yeah, they lost you know, a lot. And, yeah. and, and Coach Hawkins does a good job, but you know it's probably going to take a minute. Number one, number one bullshit moment of last year. Uh oh, was. Sisley making the all-star team over Kurt. Number one bullshit. Look at the college stats. I mean, that's all I've got to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, look look at it. Look at it. It's mm-hmm. it's there in black. And, you know, what, what did Stalin say? There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. I mean, I looked at it last night. Just uh, You often quote Stalin? Well, you know, I... Is I, that I, what I, you're I, teaching currently I, I, over at I'm kind of a right winger, think, as you, you know. I'm outnumbered at this table. Todd, do you think they both should have made it? I mean, very rare to do that from seven to the end. I think Kurt, right. Kurt should have made that period. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with that. I, what what kept him off that? Just oh, I I would think that. Uh, Thank you. I, I I think the move had something to do with it, but yeah. I also think there's a Southern Indiana right by Southern Indiana bias because I think you can go look at some of these kids. I looked at uh, one of the kids from Silver Creek, for example, who's playing at Toledo right now. Went and look at their strength of schedule, their mm-hmm. RPI ranking. They're below Bellarmine. Mm-hmm. This kid doesn't start. He plays seven minutes a game, and he was on the All-Star team. Right. And uh, yeah. well, and I'm going to tell you too. In, in 2012, I, I thought Bryant was the best guard in Southern Indiana. Agreed. 20 points a game, eight rebounds, six assists, best free field and, goal free and throw, and a and a killer. Right. A killer. But he. How many? How many but he, would, he wouldn't even get looked because they were guard heavy that year. How many junior All Stars do we know sitting at this table? Well, I, I'm going to tell you, there's going to be two on that are going to be represented on this side. Yeah. And I and and he'll be so nervous. So, and he'll so hate there'll me. be no junior All Stars on this side. No, maybe. but he'll cuss me out later. No, we'll have a golf <laughs> sectional champion again on your side. But uh, I, th- I think Jalen Mullen and Peyton Bledsoe will both be junior All Stars this year. I, and, re- I really do. And I have a, a daughter who was drinking at Harry's last weekend. That has After nothing to pre- do with anything, Tom. Well, no, you she's pretty proud of that. Your kids oh, okay. are in college. I'm going to brag up Brian Ackerman because if, if it's still the case, and I, I can't imagine that it wouldn't be, Brian Ackerman and all the illustrious players of the Goatee mm-hmm. uh, High School, Brian Ackerman, as far as I know, is still the only player um, in a season to lead his team in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Right. Those wow. four categories. I have never heard Mike say anything but the best about it. And field and goal on, shooting. Yeah, yeah and besides his percentages. With yeah. Ron, but, really? But those four, I mean, a lot of times your score is not necessarily your best passer. Right. Or certainly right. your best defender. Yeah. And sure. All well, and, and here's the thing. In the state finals, he had 15 points and nine rebounds, and the guy the reporters were saying he had an off night because he didn't get 20 points. I'm like, you kidding me? Yeah. Jeez. And yeah, you know, got the most important one. Yeah. That was the win. Absolutely. 1-0. He's yeah. also sitting on Coach Haywood's bench. Yep. And, and he's uh, helping out big and time. And he's helping. Yeah. yeah. Jun- I know Zane Bowen was a junior all-star, as, and, and obviously Hagen. Who is uh, We had um, anybody else? Connor Whitmer was a junior all-star. Connor Whitmer, yeah. Hagen. Um, 
Bushy, Zeller, Zeller, yeah, yeah, Zeller. Yeah, yeah, your Washington crew. Mm-hmm. When did that start, the junior all-star push? Uh, Has that always been? Well, been only because years. I marry and reproduce well. Uh, my wife, who was an all-star, they did not have the junior all-stars in, in, in the mid-'90s. And, I, you know, your best friend and our guy, Toby, I don't think he uh, – you know, he was an Indiana All-Star, but they never had the Junior All-Star. Right. No, not that I recall. Yeah. And Toby was a starter on the Indiana All-Star. Probably I'll tell you what, early was 2000s, was it? Maybe because yeah. they started playing a junior. Yeah. Zane would have been, what, a one? Zane graduated in 2003, so he would have been 2002. I always remember uh, in, in Coach Butcher's arena on the wall was Bobby Butcher, Southern Indiana All-Star. Southern Indiana All-Star. Yeah. In 1980. And, yeah. and, and Jeff Doyle, Doyle talked about Doyle that. Yeah. And J.R. Doyle was, too. Maybe that preceded. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this, that there has been an ebb and a flow to the Indiana All-Stars. We yeah. all know it. Flowed right out of Kentucky. I mean, it's that's over, that's done. But there was a time where before AAU, before college coaches wanted kids on campus, you know, the 1st of May, whatever else. But when Coach Hughes was uh, coaching there, uh, well, Gene Miller was, was a junior All-Star coach. Mm-hmm. or was And... Um, Actually, Omer coached the junior team with Greg Oden and, uh, yeah. and, and, and Michael Conley. But that was a two-week event. Yeah, You know what I mean? It was big. It was something that those kids did from start well, to finish, it, and it was really important. And, that, and that's, you know, talking to my wife, and she she's mentioned how, how tired she was at the end of everything because it was a month long in between your camps and your visits and your games. You know, she talked about her second game was in Lexington. Mm-hmm. And she woke up after the game was over in her driveway. She was that tired oh, well. from, from from a month of stuff. Right. And and now it's just basically kind of reduced to a, to a week and a weekend. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of sad. It, I don't even think it's a weekend. It's it's less than that. Well, it's Friday. Yeah, I'm just saying your games are Friday, Saturday. Friday, night. Saturday, back yeah. to back. Mm-hmm. And I have seen some bad Kentucky all-star venues. Um, uh, what's the one right across from Evansville? Oh, what? Uh, Freedom Hall. No, no, right across from Evansville. Um, Henderson? Henderson. What what, Henderson? No, no. It was, it was, it was in Owensboro. 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 Sports Center. Sports Center. It was in some – it was in – They had the All-Star game there? Yes. Wow. They had it in the um, – uh, Memorial Coliseum, was it? The terrible place in Louisville, that little – Tiny uh, Freedom Hall, no, 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 no. They the Louisville Gardens, there. where Louisville Jerry Garden. Lawler dominated every Wednesday Uh-oh. night in the late seventies. But it was also down at Western Kentucky. John Mullen's favorite Tuesday. finishing move is the wow. pile driver. He puts the strap down, <laughs> pile driver after the fireball. <laughs> Back then, talk, it was illegal. Maybe we talked to young Jalen about that. Who's sitting over By the way, now. he's out past his curfew. Get oh. him home. <laughs> but I mean, I'm so, just saying is, I mean, Kentucky took that thing so. No, non-seriously. Yeah. At any point, yeah. and then we were still doing the. We still any doing the any updates on WC Shoals tonight? Anybody got score? Shoals by a lot. Probably. I don't know. I was gonna. I'm not gonna. All right, back to. Hey, real quick before oh, we get to oh, our before we get to our picks, tradition. don't forget for great Mexican food in Odin, go see Casa Sevilla eight one two six three six two thousand. They can cater your large events, your parties. You can go drink big old margaritas, have tacos, baked potatoes, and everything else. So go see Casa Sevilla and Mike DeCourcy. It is the house with lots and lots of flavor. <laughs> Last yes. time I, I ate at Casa Sevilla, you know who I was with. My great friend of years, friend of tears, my buddy, John Patrick Mullen and his family. We had a great dinner at Casa Sevilla just a couple weeks ago. Deco picked up that tab, I'm sure. Yes, should I did. He yeah, did, actually. No, I, after, after Mullen slid me the 10% discount card. <laughs> should That's we, right. Should we do an episode up there? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why? Absolutely. 
it's, it's, fanta- it's fantastic food. It is really, and and I know they've got those baked potatoes. I've seen. I've never had one, but I don't know. People yeah, love yeah, them. Yeah, book it. Let's do it. Let's let's do them. All right, picks. Um, right, so, we, we, so everybody went with Lagodi. I'm not even going to entertain a Bloomfield pick. WC Candleton. WC. I got Washington both nights. Washington both nights. Uh, yes. night, Barry I Lynn. was going to go with Wood Memorial. I'm, I'm going to back off that now. Wow. <laughs> Backing off that one now. However, I think I, they were going to slow it down, take Hagen out of his game, and uh, North, I like that. North Davies in the final 35 seconds. By three. So I'm, I'm going to take WC, and I really – we make lots and lots of jokes on this. I hope they win that game. I truly, truly hope those kids yeah. win that basketball game. Um, I'm going to go with the with, with the legend, Gene Miller. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll take the hatchets, whoever they play. And I'm – You picked Lagodi last week. You might as well go ahead and do it uh. again. <laughs> no, I did pick Lagodi last week. Um, and it took a it took a one of the play best defensive plays I've ever seen. If it's in if it's super super low scoring, I'm going to go North Davis. If it gets out and gets moving just a little bit, and Barry brings Donnie Miller off the bench to start throwing <laughs> in threes from everywhere. But uh, I, I you know what it's listen I'm going to go with the win streak. It's tough to beat Barry at home. I'm going to I'm going I'm to take Barry. If there's a fence outside, could we could we get Brian on? I picked yeah. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> I picked Lagodi last week. Whose turn is it now? Uh, let's, let's go Wag and, and Mullen first. All right. I, I WC and Washington. Obviously, I got those two. Now we doing Friday night game too. Oh, I forgot about Friday's night. Yeah. Um, no, North, North Davis is going to be Linton. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take oh, North yeah. Davis Good. over Linton. I've already picked that. 45-41 I Cougars. think you guys are, are, are too just, are too athletic. Uh, Saturday night, I, my heart says North Davis because I like their length. I like the way they, they get out after you on defense. Um, you know, they're just, just hard-nosed, but you're at Bar Eve, and it's so tough to win there. Yeah, like the stat said. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go North Davis 42-40. Double overtime. North Davies has never lost at New Viking Arena. Have they ever played there? No. <laughs> there you go. I'll edit that question out, yeah. Todd. Just leave your statement. <laughs> should, should we let the dad go last? Yes, yeah. okay. absolutely. So, so you, you know, it's kind of like the old Chappelle show where when Michael Jackson was on trial, where you know he couldn't, you know, he he it wouldn't he wouldn't allow that, uh, that's himself. What this is like you know he wouldn't allow okay. himself to, to to say Michael Jackson was guilty. No, I. I'm going to say the Vikings are going to battle through tons and tons of foul trouble, and my nephew Carson Boyd is going to come off the bench in the last minute, hit a three, and make a baseline <laughs> jumper for a 49-48 bar even win. Yeah. All right, we got Deco's pick. Now here we go, the one to finish it up. Well, first of all, when I got the text this morning from Aaron Ash about the Wood Memorial cancellation, <laughs> I texted him back and I said, you know, thanks for the heads up. We offered Joey a chance to move our game from Friday night so that he could potentially pick up the Vikings, <laughs> and he surprisingly declined. That's a stunner. Yeah, we were we were pretty hard last year on, on that very topic on our social media. But, you know, um, Bar even Wood, they have to play each other. They're a conference, uh, mm-hmm. conference opponent, and, of course, Linton and North Davis are conference opponents in the SWAC, and uh, last year was an amazing game, and I look for – Another amazing game. I don't think either team's going to get in the 60s like uh, like happened last year. Right. Uh, Lincoln Hills at Indiana Wesleyan, and he had 35 of those points. But, uh, you know, Jalen plays with three of those kids from Linton. 
uh, in the spring and the summer, and there's a lot of familiarity. And if, if anybody knows um, Jalen Mullen's basketball game, it's, it's Joey Hart and it's uh, Josh Thompson too. So mm-hmm. um, I look for a low-scoring affair. I, I, a lot of times I say in the area when these games are so close, I say first team to 40. <laughs> and that's how I feel tomorrow, uh, Friday night. <clears throat> it's going to be the first team to 40. Whoever gets to 41st is going to win the game. And uh, Adnan's not rapping, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be three of Joey's closest friends. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Coach Hart and I got a great relationship, mm-hmm. and I think he's a fantastic coach, and he does hire a lot of his buddies. But uh, it's not going to come down to the officiating. It's going to come down to uh, a kid making a play. Right. And uh, – I think our kids are going to make the play. So um, we survived them last year. We won the conference, and we want to do the same again this year. And I already mentioned if our kids could choose one or the other, they'd choose the split and sure, the Saturday sure. night game. But why not go for the sweep? So if I'm going to be on a podcast for the first time ever and say some things that I probably shouldn't say, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cougars on Friday night. Um, and Saturday night, guys, if Jalen Mullen shoots the lights out in the new Viking arena, uh, it could be because he snuck in there about 45 minutes ago and got some shots up. <laughs> Question is, who let him in? Uh, if he misses shots. Doors that, are always open. Oh, okay, I got you. If he misses shots, then maybe he didn't make it in. Uh, maybe a janitor caught him at the door. But um, uh, it's, it's, again, 44-game winning streak is unbelievable. It's, right. I, I don't know what the record is in the state of Indiana. I'm assuming 44 is the record for Bar Reeve over the course of yeah, this Yeah, it would have to be. I mean, that's just amazing. Um, Thing is, nobody's ever brought that up till now. Well, I, and, and no one else uh, tonight has brought up the fact that Josh Thompson's going to be going for win number 200 on Saturday night. And uh, that gives us another incentive oh yeah. to win the game. So well, you're bringing it all out, aren't um, you? <laughs> God, he, he's, he, he wants a job. Yeah, yeah. Josh Thompson is a, is a good friend of mine, and he's an excellent coach, and Barry made the right choice. And I think it's going to be another war. Mm-hmm. But how could I choose against my own son? Right. So yeah. you guys are going to have me on this podcast, so I'm going to pick North Davis. <laughs> What's the score going to be, Jonathan? Oh, score. There you go. Yeah, come on. 101. You were telling me earlier it was going to be 97 to 33. First team to 40. <laughs> I like that. First team we're we're going to hold hey, you to that. It's we're just like volleyball. The first team to 20 usually wins. Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's right. <laughs> know that all too well. <laughs> no kidding. I don't I don't want to sound like a homer. We have. It didn't bother Deco. We no, have, uh, <laughs> I, I wear it like a badge. <laughs> we have fought tooth and nail at North Davis um, to get where we are. Brent Dalrymple, the last time he was number one was in 2008. It lasted five days, and Barry wow. beat him. And so, uh, could it happen again? Absolutely. Could it happen two times this weekend? Absolutely. But for the past month, um, the fact that North Davis has been number one means a lot to the community, um, to the fans. But these players know that it doesn't mean anything on Friday or Saturday night. That's right. And so, um, you know, we're going to find out, though, I think, who the favorite is come March 1st when the sectional starts after Saturday. A lot more to be played. Why does Brino get a glass and the rest of us have? Comp- because I didn't order a, a extra a tall block. this time. I I got a. I just I'm, I'm just kind of no, but after Lancaster's ramblings, yeah. I, I, and I told Wag this earlier. I think I think we'll know a lot about our area at about nine o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think a lot of it will make sense. Yeah. Is it going to be a three or four team tango in the sectional? Mm-hmm. Or is it North Davies and everybody, everybody else hoping else for the right yeah. draw? Yeah, that's a good chase. point. Yeah. All, and, 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 all three teams have And that's not saying that with my friend John and, yeah. and, and Jalen here. I, I, I do. I really believe it. I felt like I feel like North Davies controlled that game uh, against Ligoti. Mm-hmm. I also think it was the first game of the year. And and Ligoti had a lot of – they had to do a lot of plugging and playing. Same thing with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think North Davies came into the season the most ready 
you know, of all of the yeah. major contenders. And I and I and I think on Saturday night at nine o'clock, we'll have a really good idea about uh, you know, do you need a three-sided coin, a, f- a four-sided yeah. coin? Is it North Davies and everybody else? Uh, I, I, I really believe that. That's not hyperbole. That's 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 how I think. But the well, great thing about this weekend is all three teams have real, three really tough yeah. games to play. Yeah. But, well, I don't know about Ligoti. Well, I, <laughs> can't count them out. <laughs> I'm not going to count out Orleans. And that, they're, Absolutely. They're next Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I know Barry handled them early. You play them at home? Uh, we go to Orleans. Okay. You know, tough Le, place to play. Le, Ligoti, yeah. Ligoti always plays them on that sectional girls sectional Thursday. Right. So, sure. right. so Ligoti and, and North Davis have yet to even encounter mm-hmm. Orleans, but let's face it, they're pretty good too. Yeah. So. Well, and listen, if Bloomfield comes out and plays Lagodi tough, they don't even have to beat them. If they play Lagodi tough, I will apologize. I know we've got some listeners in Bloomfield, I promise you, but as of where we sit today, I don't give them a fucking chance, and I never will <laughs> until they prove me wrong. The great thing is we've got three really good guys, really good coaches in, in Dalrymple, and go back and listen to his. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know him at all. I thought I didn't know what I thought about him. When he came on our show last year and sat for an hour and a half, and we talked what a just a wonderful interview that we did and it was really not an interview it was a discussion mm-hmm. um I, I love ryan even though he's from mount carmel uh, <laughs> i won't hold that <laughs> it's against a southern him. illinois thing yeah that's <laughs> true but and then of course josh is, well, is great that, we're, we're just really lucky well here. and that's and that's where i think you got three good coaches of three good programs and the thing that i appreciate is they all say something, right? And we yeah. get so talk, you know, mm-hmm. caught up in coach speak. Oh, you can't be passionate. You can't do this, and and you know, I, you know, Ryan came up to the radio to to, to Mike and, mm-hmm. and Greg the other night, and he, and he looked like Matlock after he lost his last yeah, case. Right, right. Tie was off. He was dragging. He had given every ounce of his body mm-hmm. to that game, and and dude, I I appreciate that. And the same thing when when I listened to him after they beat Barry. Mm-hmm. It, and, and it does mean a lot. And and I know Josh after the game and talking to Mike and Greg said, right. "I'd be lying to say we didn't. Need, we needed this bad. Yep. We yeah. needed. We we have been on a losing streak. They've been good teams, but you know what? We needed. And I and, and Josh's you know, reaction after that last second came off. If you watch, go back to that replay and watch him down in the left corner. Oh yeah, he was relieved. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, those guys want to win. They say stuff. They're passionate. And and for that, I I I salute all of them. I. You know, nothing but respect for Brent, for Ryan, and, and of yep. course for yeah, and if And if you're listening to this and you're from this area and you don't know how lucky we are, buy a subscription to NFHS and watch, watch. some yeah. other places. I, I watched my high school over in, in Bridgeport, and it ain't like this, mm-hmm. let me tell you. So I tried to get anyway. Dalrymple to come down and take my place. I was getting cold feet right before the show. <laughs> well, I could tell when you called at 630 what you were what feeling it on. out, but no. You know, because um, you know, Brent is a great speaker. Uh, he's done some some radio yeah. lately, some you know Facebook live stuff with the girls, like, and he will tell you how he feels. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter; it's coming out of his mouth, and, and a lot of times it's right after a. Ball hey, game, listen, so. we had we've had Burkhart and Brothers and and this crew and Wags has sat in on a few shows. Nobody brought more information than this man right here. I mean, John brought more stats. Oh, he's and, a he's a walking statistic. Yeah, so you I'm know, telling you. he's a presidential scholar. He knows. Well, well, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just glad that I didn't make the Matlock reference. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, on the next show, I want to do this, especially if it's just the three of us. We're discussing Cobra Kai. So if you're going to, if you listen to this show every week, watch up, catch up, because we're discussing it, because I've got thoughts on it like I do on Bloomfield. Well, that, and that, we want to talk. That's one thing Cougars and Vikings and Lions can all agree on. Yeah. Yeah. One last question. 
Who are you going to name the new gym after? You said you had an idea. I have a great idea. I, I might and be it has going, nothing to do with basketball. I might, might be, have something to do with a podcast. I might be going home to her tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> DeCourtsy. I would just take the volleyball court. We would just call it the DeCourtsy. The DeCourtsy. As, as, uh, as John and others have said. But, you know, that's me. Hey. Not not Travis Madison Square Garden. I like Madison Square Garden, too. I'm, you know, whatever. Well, we can have the DeCourtsey De- in Madison Square Garden. DeCourtsey yeah. De- 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 at the B3 Arena. <laughs> there you go. I think that they, would be I, the B3 sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, does it, how much would that run a, yeah. uh, a small like company? A year. <laughs> yeah, well, I got yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Not like she doesn't deserve it. Hey. That's for sure. Great, great Much love, Agnes. That's for sure. Unbelievable coach who could coach... Any sport, yeah. boys or girls. I watched her after a junior high game uh, against Lego Junior high girls the other night. Mm-hmm. I watched her give a class on how to fold up those chairs and put yep. them on that rack. Yep. And, and let me tell you, she can coach anything. Oh, I will that. tell you this much. Watching Amber coach a Y team a few years ago. I don't know if that would have been Dane's team or maybe it was Daisy's team. But those, little, Dane's those team, little kids yeah. sat on the line. Yeah, they didn't make noise. They didn't <laughs> dribble basketballs. They didn't run around the gym like a bunch of banshees. They sat on the line and waited hey, for instructions. Unless she's like Bobby Knight, I would love to watch one of her practices. Yeah, just, just to go watch. No, it, I've it, never. It, it, I, I really would. Not to would, run this thing out forever, but no, there, there's no wasted motion. There's no waste of time. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, she said this before: is everybody? Th- everybody thinks that there's some. You know something magic. There's there, there there's no magic. It's just things that she's figured out kind of year by yep. year. If he Hard was work. if she was a golf coach, would she know the names of her number four and five player? Unlike somebody else, uh, we know. Time out. I knew the names of number four and five. Okay. It's when you got the six, seven, eight. That's that when they. <laughs> that's when they got number. Six, got seven, eight. Don't hit the ball over the water. Right. Yeah, they go to the other, on the other side. Seven, yeah, they, move on. Yeah, they go to the other side. You know, she's the kind of coach who could take six, seven, and eight and make them all twos, threes, and fours. There you go. I mean, that's the kind of coach she is. And I've got a daughter who plays for. Her, oh yeah. And so I know firsthand uh, how good she is. Yep. And we need her back fast. Stat. Yep. Stat. 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 Yeah. All right, that's going to do it here the B3 Podcast. We are here at Redbone's Bar and Grill and happy to be there. Don't forget to uh, go see the folks up in Odin at Casa Sevilla and, of course, Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. We appreciate his sponsorship each and every week as the title sponsor for Todd Lancaster, Mike DeCourcy, and we really appreciate having Mike Wagner and uh, John Mullen on. We really appreciate you guys and all you brought to the show. And this will fun. not be the last time that we have you guys back. So we'll talk to you next week. And we appreciate you listening to Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look that drives a girl wild. I've got the mood that really move them. I said chill up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy.